Hey, you're listening to the Love Fiercely podcast. My name is Keila Craft Ambrose. This is a place to grow, be inspired, and to go deeper in the things of God. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, everybody. Um, well, I had a thought today, and I just wanted to share it really quick. You know, I think a lot of what people talk about is having to do or has to do with things that we've been through in the past or things that we're dealing with right now, whether it's an unfair situation or a tragedy or just something that's frustrating or maybe it's like a pain point in your life. And I wanted to talk about how your wounds can turn into wisdom because this is something that I've been able to see in my personal life. And I think it's very important to talk about because You know, a lot of people go through pain and they go through struggle and they seem to not gain anything from it. They go from situation to situation, hurt to hurt, rejection to rejection, um, friendship to friendship, whatever it is, from thing to thing, and they don't get any better and they wonder why they're facing the same types of people or the same situations or they seem to be going in circles. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that, number one, you're not learning from your situation. And number two, um, you haven't pushed into the pain enough for it to become something of purpose. So you just keep facing the same thing over and over and over. Number one, because you haven't learned from it. But number two, because I think God enables us to um, encounter things so that they can make us stronger and if they don't make us stronger, I think that the enemy will have a tendency to mess with us in those areas because, you know, the truth is a lot of times people give the devil a lot of credit in their life and they say, you know, the devil's just been after me or he's been tempting me or, you know, there's just a lot going on right now and it's just unfair. But the truth is, is that a lot of times in our life we face the same situations and we face similar problems, not because the devil's after us, but because we haven't learned our lesson and we haven't made better choices, more wise choices. Um, And, you know, the Bible talks a lot about wisdom. One of the things I joke around about a lot is wisdom is always referred to as she in the Bible. And I always credit that to the fact that God created women as wise creatures. (laughs) But I just think it's interesting that, you know, there's, there's so many scriptures and I'll reference them in the information about this specific podcast so that you can read them. But there's different scriptures that says, you know, wisdom cries out in the streets. Um, You know, it talks about adding wisdom to your, to your life, growing in wisdom and in, and in stature, you know, and I just think it's interesting because in the Bible, it talks about how if Jesus had to grow in his wisdom, so do we. It's not just something that you're born with. It's something you have to mature in and it it takes awareness to be able to grow in your wisdom. But I think every single thing that we face in our life, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, I think that God intends for it to be something that adds to our strength, adds to our ability, adds to our anointing and adds to our purpose. And you know, there's somebody who's a, a mentor of mine and she was going through physical therapy and she had asked her doctor, she said, you know, how can I heal this this issue really quickly? 
um, or her therapist, she had asked her therapist and they said, well, the people who heal the fastest are the people who can push through the pain the fastest and the, and at a higher level. And I, I look at my life and I look at what I've been through and whether it's been self-caused or by my own choices or whether it was out of my control. And I look at those things in my life and really it's interesting to think that, you know, when we're growing up, we, we either hear stories or we know of people or we were the people who, you know, when a bad thing happened, we turned on the sad music or we watched a sad movie or we looked at ourselves in the mirror and cried or (laughs) made ourselves cry or we pushed into the pain deeper than we even tried to push through it. It's like it feels good to just sulk in pain for a little bit and to to feel like no one understands and you don't know where I'm coming from and, and oh, poor me. And while it's important to deal with pain, while it's important to recognize what you've been through so that you can heal, it's just as important to get on the other side of that. You know, the Bible says that God takes us from glory to glory. And really his his goal for our life is to take us from not just like good thing to good thing, but that every single season, every single relationship, every single thing that we come across in our life can be used as something that's useful in his kingdom and useful in our life. And I think until you're able to apply the lessons from whatever season you're in right now, you're not going to really gain in wisdom or in authority in that season so that you can walk into your new season stronger and more aware. And you know, one of the things that I've been learning, and I'll probably go into depth on this in a different podcast later on, but whatever you're aware of, you can have authority in. That's just something I'm learning right now, that if I can become aware of it, I can gain an authority. And it starts with awareness, then you have to take action, then you gain the authority. But like I think about the times in my life where, you know, whether it was rejection from a friend or me not living up to my own expectations or, you know, just different things that I've faced in life that seemed unfair. I think about those situations and I think really my perspective, the way that I chose to think about those seasons, the way that I chose to react in those seasons really either set me up for success in the future or they created a pattern that was negative that really I didn't learn anything from that situation. And I didn't, I didn't gain any authority from that situation because really I was just trying to survive and I was more focused on how it hurt than how it could be useful in my life. And I don't mean that you have to find the meaning in everything because that's going to be very difficult to do in hard situations. Like I don't really understand what the meaning would be of a child dying from cancer, but I know that God can use it and he can, he can be magnified in it. So there's certain things in our life that, that we can't find the, the why or the meaning in, but we can trust God with it enough so that he can make it useful in our life and so that he can make that pain have a purpose. And so for me, the decision that I'm making, you know, as I'm, I'm going to my 30s, and it's weird because I'm a month in <laughs> to my 30s, but one of the things that I'm deciding in my life is I don't want to just go through something. I don't want to just encounter pain. I want to grow through things. I want to gain in wisdom through something. You know, I think about, I have this big scar that's down my spine that last year around this time, I was zip lining and literally my neck got caught in the zip line. It was a terrible experience. I was in Costa Rica and no one had a first aid kit and the metal rope that carries the 
the harness, not even the rope underneath it, but like the actual thing that the the zip line rolls on, my body flung up and I my neck became the brake for the actual zip line. Like it it burned me so deep that it carterized anything from bleeding. It burned off the tattoo on my back. It went it cut off my hair. It went through my sports bra, through my tank top, melted it completely. And I was left with, you know, a terrible scar on my back. And it's interesting because I was talking to a doctor about that scar the other day. And I was saying, you know, how long will it take for me to be able to really treat my scar and for it to to start being minimized and for it to stop being so, I don't know, puffy and thick and weird texture? Because it feels like, just feels like a different texture than the rest of my skin. And I talked to a doctor about this and I was like, you know, when is it going to become more normal? And they told me, they said, you know, it takes about 12 months for a scar to mature. And at that point it will start diminishing and it will fully start healing. And you never know exactly how like deep it's going to heal, but there's a possibility that, you know, it could, it could become more of your skin tone and it can become less thick and a a better texture because scars are more porous and they just look really weird. So I was thinking about that and I was thinking about how so often in our life when things happen, we want a quick fix, but just as long as it took for that situation to happen in the negative, we need to give God time to heal it. We need to give God time to make it useful and not just expect him to get on our timeline of when we want to be healed, but we don't put in any of the work. You know, with my scar, I can only do so much right now. I can, you know, massage out some of the scar tissue. I can put oil on it. I can, you know, make sure it's hydrated. But for the most part, it's really up to my body to really, you know, take the healing process. But I have to also stay out of the sun and I just have to do certain things to keep it from maturing in a, in a negative light where it stays thick and where it stays um, gross and where it's noticeable. And I look at that scar whenever I can, cause it's on my back and, or when people point it out and, you know, I think that was a terrible experience, but you know, what's interesting is even though it's like pretty big across my back and it totally ruined my favorite tattoo, I look at it and I go, okay, that's something that happened. I didn't have control over and I'm not going to let it make me feel insecure. I'm not going to let it make me feel um, upset because what, what's happened has happened in my life. And what I'm going to do is not just make the best of what's happened to me, but I'm going to do what I can with what I've been given. Because you know what I really believe is that God knows exactly what you're going to go through. He doesn't cause the bad things to happen, but he knows exactly what you're going to face. And he's going to equip you for what you need so that your life can have meaning and can be useful and can have purpose, even with the pain, even with the wounds. And he wants to turn your wounds into wisdom. He doesn't want you to just go through life wounded or scarred. You know, like I, I even saw a scar on my husband the other day and I was like, Ooh, what is that from? And you know, every scar has a story. Every single wound has a memory that we carry with it, but it doesn't have to stay in a negative place. Yes, negative things could have happened. Bad things could have happened. But that wound, that scar, that pain point in your life can have a different purpose that transitions your feelings and your emotions and your viewpoint on it. But if you're stuck in what happened, if I'm stuck in even something as simple as, you know, I'm never going zip lining again. Those people are terrible people. I could have sued them. All this kind of stuff. If I kept that thought process 
you know, I was on a missions trip with the, with the interns that I lead and I, it could have ruined every single moment of that trip for me and that memory. And I could be fearful even, but you know what I've, I've chosen to do is I've chosen to go, you know what? That was something that was out of my control. I need God's help to heal. And I'm going to do my part as my scar matures in the natural. But you know what? In our life, it's so, it's so easy to, to judge a situation and to, I've done this before where I've gone, God, where were you? Where were you when that happened? Where were you when that situation took place? I didn't feel you. I, all I felt was the pain. And you know what I found is it's in the moments where you feel pain that you have to press into the, into the presence of God. And as you press into the presence of God, not only does God heal you, not only does he bring purpose to your pain, but there is this atmosphere that's really unexplainable that goes on in the unseen where you're inviting God into your weakness. You know, in the Bible, I've mentioned the scripture many times on this podcast. In the Bible, it says that in our weakness, he is made strong, that his power is made perfect in our weakness. But we have to bring our weakness to him. I think a lot of times we're wondering where God is in our situation, but we haven't brought our situation to God. We haven't invited him into the situation. God's not going to force his way into your life, into your situations. He wants to help you, but you have to take action towards him. You have to open up the door. That's why I believe in the Bible. It says that he stands at the door and he knocks. Yes, there's a lot of reasons why that scripture is there, but I look at that scripture and I, I think... You know, we have the choice what we do with the things we've been given in our life. And we can either invite God in. We can either trust God with that thing and say, God, I want you to shape this. I want you to heal this. I want you to show me how you're going to use this. Instead of saying, well, this is all it's going to be. I guess I'm just going to keep getting hurt. I guess people are just going to keep leaving my life. I guess I'm going to just face unfair things. I guess I'm just going to stay sick. You know, we can have those thought processes in our life, but what you don't realize is you're speaking negative over your situation, over your life, and your words have power. Your actions have power. And if you're taking negative actions, if you're, if you're speaking negatively, that's the world you're going to receive. You're not going to receive a world that gains in wisdom and authority and, and, and anointing. You're going to receive a world that gains in misery and it gains in pain. And your life is going to be characterized by the pain instead of by God's purpose. And I want my life to be characterized by God's purpose. And I want to see his kingdom working in my life and being able to be a part of his kingdom. And that's going to take me taking my scars, taking my wounds, taking my pain and laying them at the altar, laying them at his feet and saying, God, make this useful. You know, I, I saw a quote a couple of months ago and it really inspired me to think differently about the situations in my life. And it said that your tragedy, your pain, and I'm paraphrasing, your tragedy, your pain, your wounds, the terrible things in your life that look like ruins actually become an altar to God and a signpost for other people to follow into their healing. You know, there's a quote that says, hurt people hurt people, but healed people are meant to heal other people. And until you get healed, you can't help anybody else. I want to be a person who my wounds turn into wisdom so that I can help other people, so that I can help other people find God in those situations, so that I can help other people find the presence of God, find their purpose, find their strength through bringing those things to the feet of Jesus and understanding that as you make those, those ruins an altar for God, 
they not only have purpose and meaning, but you are actually able to gain in wisdom and understand that you don't have to go through that again. You don't have to go through it again the same way. Even if the similar situation happens, you can walk in victory in that situation next time. You don't have to walk in fear. You don't have to walk in insecurity. You don't have to walk in a place of the unknown because you know who goes before you. You know who prepares the way to victory. You know who's with you at every single weak moment and you don't have to carry yourself in your own strength. He's carrying you. He's strengthening you. You know, the Bible, it says that my heart and my flesh may fail, but you are my strength and my portion forever. You know what I believe today for your life is that just like in the natural, my scar is coming to a place of maturity, that your scars, that your wounds are going to come to a place of maturity in such a way that it's going to become wisdom. It's going to become knowledge. It's going to become anointing and authority in your life that it's no longer just going to be a mark of your pain, but it's going to be a mark of that God was useful, that God made that thing useful in your life, that God has his hand on you. And you know how I like to think about my pain? You know how I like to think about my wounds and my scars is that God entrusted me with that. He didn't cause that to happen. He didn't, he didn't like just leave me on my own. You know what God knew? He knew that he could trust you with your moment of pain. He knew that he could trust you with that wound because you were going to turn it into wisdom because you were going to entrust him with it and make it an altar so that others could follow their way to healing. They could follow and look at how you walked. They could look at how you followed God, how you entered into his presence and they can do the same thing. So God, I just thank you today that you are with every single person that's going to listen to this podcast. God, you know what they've what they've been through. You know what they're going to go through. And I thank you that, God, it's not for nothing. It's not useless. It's not meaningless. God, you care about each one of us. And I thank you that every single thing we go through is useful in your kingdom, that you're going to bring purpose to our pain, that you're going to bring awareness to us so we can gain authority. And God, that you're going to create wisdom out of our wounds, that we're going to walk into a place, God, where we don't just have to go through the same thing and we don't have to go through bad to bad, but we can go from glory to glory in your presence. That God, we can trust you with the victory and that God, next time we face something, whether it seems similar or not to what we've been through before, we're not going to walk into it fearfully. We're going to not walk into it insecure. God, we're not going to walk into it looking around, but we're going to trust you because we're going to give you every single thing. God, we're maturing this year. And God, we trust you. God, we we just lay everything at your feet today like never before. We hold nothing back. And we thank you for what you're going to do in our life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the Love Fiercely podcast. I would love for you to subscribe to personally receive weekly encouragement. Also, check out my blog at keelacraftambrose.com for monthly content. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Keela Craft Ambrose.